0: Welcome to the Pro Aging Podcast. I'm Steve Gurney, founder of Positive Aging Sourcebook. We're excited that you can join us for our interactive discussions with pioneers and thought leaders on a wide variety of topics related to aging and longevity. Did you know that only about 30% of people have planned ahead in case they can't speak for themselves during a serious illness or emergency? Today we talk with Val Walker of Voice Your Choice, an innovative community-based advanced care plan... Planning program. Val shares tips and technology to help us make sure our wishes are honored, whether we're eighteen or 108. So let's jump into the discussion with Val Walker of Voice Your Choice. Okay, Val, how you doing? I'm wonderful. How are you? Great, great. Um, I'm. I'm really excited to to have you on and to talk about this very important topic and some of the innovative things that your organization is doing and solutions for people. But before we jump in, let's get to know Val. Now, I know Val really well, and I, 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 lo- I love this woman. She uh, has such a, a great personal story. Um, but uh, Val, tell us a little bit about you and your role and, um, and uh, the journey to being involved with Voice Your Choice.
1: Well, I do know that Steve has a favorite story that he likes for me to share when I'm talking at UMBC. I'm not gonna share that one, but I did meet Steve at UMBC uh, while I was taking my master classes in management and aging service. That's been more than at least four years, I guess. And Steve and I are always in contact with each other and supporting one another.
0: Yeah, let me, let me okay, I'm going to tell the story, Val, okay? <laughs> and I'll try to do it the best that I can. So okay. Val was in the master's program at UMBC where I was a, um, an instructor. And um, Val is also an end-of-life doula. Okay, and she set up a business as an end of life doula, and if you don't know what that is, I'm going to leave it at that because I'm going to have her on it on, where she can talk about that in detail. So we were talking about her new business and why she went into uh, the program, and Val, you're you 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 didn't have an uh, okay you were go, you were in this program and right. your son was in her son was in a program she didn't tell her son that she was getting a master's degree um he got his master's degree and then she surprised him with getting this master's degree and it was just such her son inspired her to continue her education and i thought that was just a wonderful story
1: yeah he actually did. He sent me all the information for UMBC. I, I signed up for the program, got accepted. And the next thing he knew, I was sending him an invitation to my graduation. And he's telling his friends, oh, Ma, Ma is starting the program at UMBC. And I'm like, no, I'm graduating in December. <laughs> and I want you to come to my graduation. So he's like, oh, my goodness, what? So yeah, it was a wonderful experience.
0: Well, yeah, I I love that story because it's sort of, you know, it's outside of the box. I mean, it's, (laughs) it's one of these things where, you know, it's wonderful when our children can be inspirations to us because oftentimes as parents, we're trying to do it the other way. And I know that, you know, in elder care, oftentimes we're in situations where children need to inspire their older loved ones but doing it in a meaningful way and not a demeaning way is very important. So yes. that's for another topic. Today, okay. <laughs> we're talking about advanced care planning, which is, yes. is a very important topic. So tell, what is is what what is your, your role? And then we're just gonna jump right. You're, so my
1: role in um, the Voice Your Choice program is that I am an advanced care planning trainer. And so I come to the community and present information that's regarding advanced care planning, um, how to think about advanced care planning, how to think about selecting a healthcare agent. And then as I will today go on to our online platform to show us or show you all how to build an electronic advanced care plan. Many people have their paper advanced care plan, But this platform reaches across the United States in building an electronic platform and an electronic advanced care plan that can be reachable to any doctor that's connected to the health exchange system and most doctors are. And so after building your online email, your doctor is able to get into your advanced care plan 24 hours after you actually sign up for the
0: the ed- yeah, care plan. Yeah, and I, I have to say this new platform is is pretty cool. I, I think you guys are gonna like it. In fact, after Val and I chatted about this discussion, I went online and started building my advanced care, um, my advanced directive, which again, I don't know the last time I did that and it's in paper, I can't even find it. Okay, so I started doing it. I didn't finish and one really cool thing I'm getting reminders on to complete and sign my advanced directive. And uh, so that's, that's, that it's a pretty neat platform. So Val, people are sick of hearing me talk. I know they want (laughs) to, they want to hear you talk. So I'm going to drop off the screen here and uh, I'll be behind the curtain. I, as you pull up your PowerPoint, I want to remind the audience, you can type in questions at any Point in time during Val's presentation, and uh, we will address those at the end. And um, uh, Val, uh, I'm going to let you take it away.
1: Okay. Thank you, Steve. Thank you so much for supporting me, first of all, and allowing me to come to the Positive Aging Sourcebook uh, community. I really appreciate you allowing me to be here and letting me leave out with the month, with a big bang when it comes to talking about digital information. And I also appreciate No from the option group, um, supporting your platform, which allows people like me to come and present information to the community about things that we are dealing with today and how we can move forward to be better um, as far as the community and, and, just reaching out and educating one another. So I appreciate both of you for allowing me to be here. I am here today in my role as an advanced care planning trainer, and we will be talking about introduction to advanced care planning um, through the Voice Your Choice program. Steve introduced me a little bit today, but I got into advanced care planning uh, when I lost my mom in 2011. Our hospice experience in Atlanta, Georgia Uh, wasn't that great. We wasn't able to say our proper goodbyes. And I remember sitting in her room the day that she actually passed away. And like Steve said, I am an end of life doula. So talking about death and dying is often in my conversation and talking about advanced care plan is also often in my conversation. And so I remember sitting in her room being impacted Saying I can't allow other family members to go through what I just experienced. And my experience wasn't as bad. I mean, I've heard some really good, bad and ugly stories about family members that are at the end of life and the experiences that Um, family members, surviving family members experience. And so my experience has not been as bad, but I do remember being impacted by it. And I said, whatever I need to do to um, educate community, the community about advanced care planning and being prepared for medical emergencies or end of life um, situations, that I wanted to be able to make that impact. So that's how I got into advanced care planning. Also joining me today is our Voice Your Choice Lead Project Coordinator, Sarah Huffstatter. I'm not sure if she's going to show her picture, but she's always supporting me when I am doing my webinars. She monitors the chat box and just do different things, just in case there's any technology niches or glitches. And so she is also on the line with me today. So thank you, Sarah, as always, for supporting me.
2: Hi, everyone. I'm sorry, I can't put my camera on, but I did want to say hi.
1: Thank you. So we know we've been doing this webinar since really last year. Well, since this year, we conducted face-to-face webinars last year, but with COVID-19, we pivoted like everyone else So we know that you're gonna have questions during the webinar. Steve has already given you the proper etiquette for asking questions. I do have a contact slide at the end of the presentation with my phone number and my email address and you can contact me at that time. I want to applaud you today and glad that you're feeling well enough to take the time to educate yourself on advanced care planning today. I know that I have a lot of professionals in the audience This training is really um, designed to talk in layman's terms, so hopefully um, you'll be able to ride out with me on this webinar and also educate your clients in a basic conversation about advanced care planning. We try to keep it interactive. Uh, We have a couple of polls that are built in, built in, and we also have two surveys that we're going to ask you to complete during the webinar and we give you the time to do that. So hang on, get situated, do your social distancing and welcome. So our agenda for today: I've gone through the introduction. I will give an overview of the Voice Your Choice program. We're gonna talk about advanced care planning. We know why it's important. We're gonna talk about what is a healthcare agent, how to go about choosing one, and then I'll go into our online platform and show you how to set up your email and also build your advanced care plan online. A little bit about Jessa. I work for JESA, the Jewish Social Service Agency. Um, the Jewish Social Service Agency provides mental health and well being. It's been around. Jessa has been around since 1894, and it is provided. Um, excuse me. It is across the um, tri-city area, which is Maryland, Northern Virginia, and the District of Columbia. The services that are offered, like I stated, is mental health and well-being. The slide is here: home care, hospice, and our training institute. So if you find that you need any of these services or if any of your clients or family members need these types of services, please think about Jessa first as your go-to place for getting these types of services for yourself. The NEXUS program is our funder for the Voice Your Choice program. And of course, as you can see, our goal is to increase the number of individuals with advanced care plans and also help um, the community identify um, their healthcare agents or their healthcare proxy. The program promotes advanced care planning locally through public awareness and education We were doing face-to-face community trainings last year again, but with COVID-19, we changed the program over to a virtual setting um, beginning in March and April. And so we are still here being able to support and educate the community. We look to motivate people who are 18 years and older to think about and write down their healthcare wishes. Like uh, Steve said, you know, our children, we have to sometimes pull them down and sit them down and talk to them about things that are serious and advanced care planning is a serious matter. COVID-19 is impacting everyone. And so 18 years and older is not too young to talk about advanced care planning. The program also encourages us to think about or you to think about who will speak for you if you become unable to speak for yourself. And again, it provides access to a free online planning tool that makes your healthcare wishes more accessible and mobile to your family members, to you and also to your doctors. And the Voice Your Choice program is supported by the Nexus Montgomery led by the Jewish Social Service Agency. Our disclaimer I am an advanced care planning trainer, we do not offer medical or legal advice, we are not responsible for any malfunctions during the webinar excuse me during the. platform the website that i'll be showing you and we do not influence or have no control over your provider viewing or following your advanced care plan. At this point. I'm going to ask you to participate in our opening survey. It takes about three or four minutes. Sarah normally types it into the chat box. It is anonymous, not the poll at this time.
0: Whoops. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay, well. I, it's it's up there already, Val. Sorry, okay, that's
1: okay. That's fine.
0: Well, this will give you some good information here.
1: Yes, that's okay. And Val, I've posted the link to the survey. Okay. Okay. And so great. I'm going to give people maybe about two minutes, and then we'll go on to the poll question.
0: Well, the poll question's already up there.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: So they get to do both at the same time.
1: That's fine. (laughs) So after you finish the survey, if you would take the poll, which is anonymous, we would appreciate that also. If you are having any problems with completing or accessing the survey, please let Sarah know in the chat box
0: All right, I think we got we got 75% of people completed the poll. So do you okay. want me to share the results with everybody?
1: Yes. Okay, great. So now I know who I have in the audience and how much time I need to take. Thank you for um, completing that poll. I appreciate that. 54% is saying yes. Uh, excuse me, 90, 89% have talked about advanced care planning and 11% have not talked about advanced care planning. So what is advanced care planning? Well, that's why we're here today. Advanced care planning is making choices about the care you will want to receive if you're unable to speak for yourself. Basically, to break it down, advanced care planning is personal to you. It's about your choices is when people say, you make things too personal. Don't, don't be so sensitive. Don't, don't take things too personal. In this case, you need to put your foot down and say, this is about me. This is about my choices, my values, my preferences, my culture, my religion. It's about what I want to happen to me if I ever become unable to speak for myself. And so you really want to, again, make it more important about you. And you want to present it from your aspect. A lot of people don't like to talk about advanced care planning because we are going to our loved ones and our personal uh, people and saying, what do you want? But to open up the conversation, you want to say, this is what I want. I want to leave this gift to you. I want you to be able to honor me Give me a couple of minutes so I can talk to you about my wishes and my healthcare choices so that you will know what to do if I become unable to speak for myself. We see how many people were caught unable to speak for themselves with COVID-19 and family members struggling to, to have contact with their family members who was in isolation and dependent on on our frontline workers to make that conversation. So advanced care planning is preparing yourself and your healthcare choices getting documented if you ever become unable to speak for yourself and empowering your family members, those who matter the most to you, to be able to advocate for you and partner with your doctor to make sure that your health care choices are being honored and so that's what advanced care planning really is about why is advanced care planning important well if we think about the critical um, medical crisis that has happened due to COVID-19 and the pandemic. Uh, many people who had paper advanced care plans, those paper advanced care plans were not accessible to the provider. So, advanced care planning is important to have, a digi- it's important to have a digital advanced care plan online so that your doctor will have access it immediately if you find yourself in the emergency room. If you have high-risk, underlying chronic conditions that could seriously be impacted by by COVID-19, you want to have an advanced care plan that is accessible immediately to your doctor. Advanced care plan, again, It matters that those who are around you, your network group, your family members, um, not be burdened with the type of care you will want to receive if you can't represent yourself. And it also allows your providers to have a guide to at least honor you in an ideal situation to be able to, again, honor your healthcare choices The frontline clinical team is under so much stress and any way that we can help them to better serve us as a patient, we need to have that in place so that they don't have to guess about what you would want to have done, any type of treatment that you would like to have done or not done. So by doing that, an advanced care plan with your health care choices helps your provider in his situation when he has to make decisions. So those are some of the reasons why advanced care planning is important. What is a health care agent? Oh, yes. Can you uh, launch the second poll for me, Steve? Uh-huh. there we go thank you could
0: be all and, right and, and yeah it, so anonymous. on the screen on the screen it says have you thought about who you would select to be your healthcare agent
1: yes yes no okay and again that's anonymous
0: Okay. looks like we got about 80% or we're over, we're close to 70%. So I'm going to end this one and share the results.
1: Great. Okay. Okay.
0: And yeah, and, and, you you know, we, we recognize that, uh, that many of you in the audience are providers who are helping older adults, but hopefully what you see here with these questions that we're asking and the content that, we're delivering, these are great things that you can be doing with your clients. Um, but we hope that 100% of the, the providers in the audience are prepared. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you, Steve. So I often say, even after that poll, I often ask, but well, have your healthcare agent agreed? Have you actually talked down? How many conversations have you had? with your healthcare agent and have they actually accepted the responsibility of being your healthcare agent? Your healthcare agent has to be someone who knows your healthcare wishes and can share them with your medical provider if you are unable to speak for yourself. And when I say share, I actually mean advocate for you because sometimes doctors may push back and you have to have someone in there that has the strength to go to to be in front of a medical team asking questions that are related to your health care choices and making sure that the advanced care plan that you have online is flexible enough to go with the doctor or change the plan if necessary. A healthcare agent is really someone who can only speak for you if you are unable to speak for yourself. They cannot talk about your house. They cannot talk about your stuff. They cannot um, deal with estate planning. They really can only advocate for you when you become unable to speak for yourself. You are giving them permission to speak on your behalf as it relates to your healthcare choices. Your healthcare agent can be your spouse, your best girlfriend, someone that you have known for many years, your clergy, your reverend, your best friend, your your coworker, as long as you know that they can advocate in your best interest and you know who that would be. For the state of Maryland, a healthcare agent has to be at least 18 years and older and they cannot be your doctor. So those are the requirements in the state of Maryland. Questions to ask your healthcare agent. Are you willing to talk to my doctors to understand the medical care I'll need if I'm too sick and not able to speak for myself? And are you willing to make decisions based on the wishes in my advanced care plan When my mom died in 2011, I started talking to my son about my wishes and he was 22 at the time. And of course he was tipping out of the room in the middle of my conversation. And I didn't necessarily put it in his face every time he visited me, but I did make him be aware of how important advanced care planning was or is to me. And I would say that was 2011 and 2019 in December, my son actually came into my home. And of course I'm talking about the conversation and my son actually told me what he wanted at the age of 29 about you know, choices, his healthcare choices. I actually was blown off my chair, but as a mom, I didn't react that way. And so now, and me having the conversations, the continuous conversations, not forceful conversations, but continuous conversations, I now know how to honor my son. And believe me, by surprise, it was totally different than what I would have done. As a parent, we don't want to think about our children being in a medical emergencies, especially if they're 20, 21, you know, 30, um and younger you know but uh he with him expressing that i am again now able to honor him it wasn't what i had planned to do and unintentionally i would have dishonored him if he had not taken the courage to have that conversation with me and so you want to question your healthcare agent and make sure that they are on board with your healthcare decisions. And you may be surprised one day to realize that they will start talking to you about their health care choices. And so make sure that you continually have a conversation with your healthcare agent and make sure that they are on board. So we're going to go into the online advanced care planning free platform in a couple of minutes. You do need to start at the voiceyourchoice.org website to begin your email confirmation and also setting up your online advanced care plan. You will notice our logo here, Voice Your Choice. Make sure that you see that. We also have a beautiful green button that says complete your advanced care plan. You want to click on that green button which will take you to the introduction to the Voice Your Choice advanced care plan. You want to click on the new user. Now the advantage of using the Voice Your Choice program, excuse me, the Voice Your Choice online platform is that again, it is free. It provides you with setting up a digital advanced care plan or you can upload any paper document or any paper advanced directives like a MOST, many people have are familiar with or have a five wishes uh, advanced directives. It allows you to store, update and share those documents with your loved ones and with your healthcare providers. And again, it reaches across the states uh, from state to state. So those are the benefits for using this platform. So starting off as a new user, you want to put in your first name, your last name, come up with a nifty username, your personal email address, and your date of birth. When you move from that, you will check the email that you placed on this um, tab. And you will go to that email. Make sure that you check your spam folder or your junk folder. um, Since this may be your first time using this platform. There's a call to action to continue. You want to click on the blue button on the lower left side of your email and create a nifty password. Make sure you write down your password and your username you wanna go back to the um, voiceyourchoice.org website as a returning user and click on returning user. Once you go back in as a returning user, you're going to see the complete your advanced care plan. Does everyone see this? I want to make sure because sometimes we have glitches here. Does everyone see the voice your choice green? Complete your advanced. Yeah, care?
0: It's, it's visible. Um, okay. It's visible. Keep on
1: going. Okay, all right. So I'm going to click on complete your advanced care plan. Returning user. And I am going into my test site. So my information is already populated here. Here is my Nifty username and password. Once you sign in, you land on the My Dashboard page. Here is My Dashboard. I'm gonna immediately take you to My Decisions because we want to get that healthcare agent on file just in case there's a medical emergency.
0: And, and I just want to mention while Val's doing that, that, this is just a test account that she has. This is not her actual advanced directive. And in the Q&A, we'll address the um, you know privacy issues and things of that nature.
1: Exactly. And so as you can see, this is my test information here. I have a primary health care agent. We suggest that you also have a secondary healthcare agent just in case the first healthcare agent is not available to you you can click add a second alternative here and this is where you can add your information as it applies to your healthcare agent you can also do a drop click on the drop down button here that will tell you who you already have listed as your healthcare agent it also sends you a reminder or give you a notification to notify this person that you have chosen him or her to be your health care agent. You always want to click save and continue while you're working on this um, building your advanced care plan. Another area we like to talk about is my advanced care goals. In the my advanced care goals, the first thing it asks you is what is important to you, which is what we actually talked about earlier. If being able to be fed and taken care of is no longer important to you. This is a user friendly website. It really shouldn't cause anyone any problems. But if it does, you can contact me. But if you uncheck this, it automatically populates down to this area. If being with my family is now more important, if you click on this handle area here, you see how I can move this around. And now I have made being with my family the first priority. Again, if I decide that's not important, if I click on it, it will populate down here. If none of these are working or you want to add additional information, you can add information here. Some people have asked, well, Val, I have two children. I want them to have equal powers in making decisions for me. Then we say add child one's name here and child two and say they have equal, equal decision-making. So you can do something like that. Also, here are additional questions. Do you want your doctors and nurses to know about your faith, your religion? Do you want to think about supportive and palliative care? And also here's your save and continue button. So I have covered my healthcare agent, my advanced care goals. Another area is my preferences in specific circumstances. I would say that COVID-19 is a specific circumstance. Under this tab is loaded with a lot of medical terminology which is why we have a disclaimer at the beginning that I am not a physician, doctor or legal attorney. If you ever get stuck on some of the terminology that's here breathing machine, blood transfusion, dialysis, you can click on this bright yellow orange, excuse me, bright orange tab which gives you a glossary of the terminology that is listed throughout the platform. So that's also a great way to give your clients better understanding if they have additional questions. Again, you have free text area here that you can type in to personalize it for yourself. I really love this page because I like the discussion guide. It's used to help you with the choices to talk to your doctor and your family. It's a five page document. If you or your clients are doing telehealth, you can pull this up and and, um, generate your conversation based on this document. A lot of times we think we know everything or can remember everything about advanced care planning, but there are questions in here that may trigger you to ask additional questions to your doctor and also to your family members. If you are doing face-to-face, this is a PDF, print this out and take it to your doctor's office to have your conversation. Have you talked about autopsy? Have you talked about organ donations? Those are things that you may generally have in your head but have not had the conversation. So you make sure you wanna make sure that you utilize this discussion guide to keep you on track with having that conversation and make it detailed. We also, are. I'm gonna move us from my decisions to my circle and I'm gonna pay attention to the time. This is an area where you can put in your contact information. If you have um, a young adult like I do and you want everything to be in one place for your person, if you have a CPA or an attorney and you don't want your young adult to be running around the house, going into the safe deposit box or going to the bank and getting all uh, you know, your documents together. You can put everything here and they will have access. Now you may not want your CPA to know um, about your medical advanced care plan. So you can also give each individual document access. And as you can see here, my niece has access to all my documents. My partner has no access. And then you can add new contacts here. And this is where you would give them access. So that's another area. And the last area I'm gonna go into is for those who have paper advanced care plans or advanced directives, you have the ability in this online platform to upload a document I have uploaded, I have filled out a paper document, which is the five wishes. I scanned it into my computer and I uploaded my five wishes. So now my paper advanced directive is now an electronic um, advanced directive that my doctor has access to. I also did something cute. I wrote a letter or a note to my family. I took a picture of it with my phone and I connected my phone to my computer and uploaded this note. So you can really think out of the box and upload documents here. You just wanna give the document a name. Try to match it to the brand forms that are here. What's important is whatever you upload, the latest document that you upload is what the doctor is going to go by. A doctor doesn't have the ability to go through all the revisions that we have. And so you want to make sure that you have the latest document. Now I can pause here and answer any questions while I'm on the platform, or I have two more slides that are left in the presentation. and so Well,
0: we have tons of questions, so I would say let's jump into the questions, and I bet you anything they're going to address some of the topics in your remaining slides. Okay. So let's, and uh, and, and Sarah, let's tag team on this. Um, There's a bunch of questions in chat, and so how about I'll handle the Q&A questions, you handle the chat questions, and we'll get through them all.
2: Sounds good. And I was going to say, I made a list of all the questions that came in through the chat
0: box. And I awesome. can address
2: now, there's them. some
0: really good questions here. Yeah. So um, OK, uh, let's see. Someone asks, are these certain, oh, that, that's related to aging life care. Um, let's <laughs> see. Uh, does the advanced care plan, uh, EJ Burroughs says, does the advanced care plan override the power of attorney or legal guardian roles? Uh, I'm sorry,
1: what was the question?
0: Does the care plan override the power of attorney or legal guardian roles?
2: I, 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 this is Sarah. I would say that's more of a legal question that you would need to check in with um, uh, a lawyer with.
0: Yeah, but I, I also think that there in, di- it's a different document too. Um, okay. Yeah, but I agree. Um, Martha, Martha Cooper says, how secure is the information on the electronic com- platform? And then also Sharon Lucas asks, is it secure and HIPAA compliant? The,
1: the, the advanced care plan is very secure. That's why it asks you for your um, username and your password name. And that's why it also sends you the notification as you saw I pointed out, to let your healthcare agent know that they will be notified because your healthcare agent has to also create an account. They don't have to build an advanced care plan, but they have to put in a username and their email address so that they can get an email from the voiceyourchoice.org platform saying, are you accepting the responsibility or you have been identified as Val Walker's healthcare agent? Are you confirming that you will be her healthcare agent? And so it has checkpoints as you are building the advanced care plan. The only way that anyone will have access to your documents is if you share your um, username and also your password. And then your doctor and the clinical team has access on the back end through the health information exchange database that doctors are connected to. It all mm-hmm. asks you when you are signing. Um, after you have completed this and signed, it will ask you for your social security number and your driver's license. You can opt out of that if you would like, but if you want to secure it down even more and provide information to the doctor that, hey, this is the patient that I'm looking at. I see their name. I see the information is connected together. And so you can provide social security number and your um, driver's license information to secure it even more if you're concerned with that.
2: And if I can just jump in here, this is Sarah. Um, um, The platform is certified by something called High Trust. I'm not a a tech person, but it is CSF certified. And so it also needs to be certified because it's integrating with the Maryland Health Information Exchange System, CRISP. So anytime you have PHI or protective health information, obviously that's a higher level of encryption and safety.
0: Great, Sarah, do you want to uh, address any questions from chat?
2: Yeah, if if it's okay with you Val, I was just gonna go through these because there's quite a few questions. Okay. And then I'm gonna see how many I, I can get done um, in the short time we have. So the first one was, where does your advanced care plan go? And we mentioned it goes into that health information exchange system in Maryland. Our health information exchange system is called CRISP. As Val mentioned, that is a system that doctors can provide. Somebody had asked, "What does? how does this program benefit the advanced care planning process? So in conjunction with the question I just answered, when you go and complete your online advanced care plan and it integrates with our health information exchange system, CRISP, that makes it more accessible in an emergency. All the hospitals have access to CRISP. So if Sarah Hofstetter ends up in an ER and they know nothing about me, they can go to CRISP look up my name, find my medications, and if I have any pre-existing conditions. Um, it also makes it portable across sites of care. I saw a number of you are from post-acute care facilities. And as you may know, it can be very difficult because of interoperability issues to get the information across from one EHR to another EHR. So from the hospital to the post-acute care facility. Post-acute care facilities also have access to CRISP. Um, how is this protected was answered. Uh, Will you always have access to your advanced care plan regardless of the Voice Your Choice uh, program status? Absolutely. Once you've created your online advanced care plan, you will always have access to this. Um, We have paid on the backside to make sure that everybody has access to their advanced care plan uh, for free in perpetuity. Sarah,
1: Uh, I just wanna jump in. When you say all hospitals we are saying all hospitals in the state of Maryland. Maryland,
2: thank you so much Val, absolutely. Sure. So again, sure. this is crisp in the state of Maryland. Um, would you need a healthcare agent and an advanced care plan? The answer is yes, because your healthcare agent is designated inside of your advanced care plan. Remember your healthcare agent is the person who would speak for you if you couldn't speak for yourself. Your advanced care plan is the document that documents your healthcare wishes and preferences if you are unable to speak for yourself and it provides directions to your healthcare agent. Uh, We talked about how the platform makes an advanced care plan more accessible and more portable. Um, Somebody mentioned that family members feel uncomfortable having these discussions. Absolutely. And there is a page that is on uh, the site called My Thoughts. And this is a lovely way to introduce family members to advanced care planning rather than starting the conversation off about do you want CPR or do you want artificial hydration nutrition? You can talk about, in my case, I'm always cold. I like to have socks on my feet. We can laugh about that as a family because my family knows I'm always cold and we can start a conversation that that way. So I really encourage to start the conversations around values and preferences and probably not around um, medical uh, treatments. Um, and,
0: uh, I wanted to jump in while you were doing that. I, I went to the my directive site and found that it is high trust certified and then i've i've added some links some objective links not from your web not from the my directives website on high trust certification and what it's all about and it's oh, it's, it's clearly the the go to healthcare hipaa um, platform to protect data
2: that's great i'm going to look that up myself uh, then I can learn a little bit more. Um, somebody asked, is the advanced care plan the same as an advanced directive? Correct, you'll hear the term um, living will, advanced directive, or advanced care plan. Um, what, what can you do if your doc, doctor doesn't pay attention to your wishes? That's a really complicated question and a really hard question. And that's something that's grappled with in the healthcare systems um, frequently. So one of the other things that Voice Your Choice does is we do presentations to healthcare providers And hopefully by alerting healthcare providers about advanced care plans and the fact that advanced care plans, um, electronic advanced care plans are available in crisp, we're hoping for them to be able to have better access and encouraging them to be able to pay attention to the wishes of the patient. Um, Is there a cost for resources or tools? No, there are no costs associated with any of the resources or tools. We just ask that if you download and share any of our resources, because we are grant funded, please let us know where you share it and we can bring that information back to our funder and let them know about our outreach efforts. Um, There is a pre-recorded webinar on our website that has a full listing of the slides that Val has um, gone through today. And it's also a a shorter version because there are no questions and answers of this. So if you have any questions and you'd like to go back and view that, um, please feel free. Also, as I mentioned in the chat box, (coughs) excuse me, we're happy to set up any uh, webinars for either you, your staff, or your clients. We also do healthcare provider webinars. And again, these are all free. The main goal of Voice Your Choice is we are a nonprofit grant-funded program. We do not have a dog in the fight around advanced care planning. Our only goal is to make sure that people are aware of advanced care planning, that healthcare providers are familiar with advanced care planning, and giving people tools and resources to be able to document their wishes, whatever the wishes be. Can you print this out? Yes, you can, when you go um, onto the platform, you can go under my documents and you can go ahead and print out this copy. Somebody had mentioned that if you have a printed copy, you do need to have witnesses. One of the things that had happened with the Maryland state legislature is they were promoting online advanced care planning. So they took out the requirement to have two witnesses for online advanced care planning. This is particularly important during COVID-19 because when you go on to uh, the Voice Your Choice platform to create your free online advanced care plan, you can make a contact list. You don't need to have a notary, obviously none of the paper advanced care plans do either, and you don't need to have any witnesses. Um, Val did mention you do have that verification process. um, So there is that verification process that also helps in addition to the high trust to protect the information so i think that's all the questions oh wait there was one more is this platform available to those of us who live in california absolutely this platform is available to anybody across the united states just go to www.voiceyourchoice.org and use that green button that's up in the right hand corner the difference is um when you're in california you will not have the extra benefit of having your advanced care plan uploaded um uh into the maryland uh, uh health information exchange system, which for you is kind of irrelevant because you're in California. But for those of us here in the DMV, not only do we have access to our online advanced care plan, but our providers also do. For those of you outside of the CRISP um, region, there is a wallet card on the homepage that you can go down and print off. And it's a QR code that you, it's very small. It'll fit in your wallet or in a coin purse. And you can have that with you so that if you ever are in the ER, they can go ahead and scan that and have your wishes and preferences known. Um, Does DC have one like Maryland? DC, Maryland, Northern Virginia, parts of West Virginia, I believe parts of Delaware, and even parts of Pennsylvania are covered by CRISP. So this is relevant for DC also. And I think that's everything.
0: Yeah, great. There's just one last question on my end, and that's uh, from Carolyn Salomon, and she says, is there an upper limit to the number of times you can change your health agent?
2: Um, if there are lawyers on the call, I would lean towards asking them. But um, as I can tell you from a technical point of view that you can go online as many times as you want because this is an online um, platform. It's not like a paper plan where you have to rip it up and start all over again. If you want to change, if you find out that your primary health care agent all of a sudden has COVID, And is unable to act for you if you become sick yourself you can go ahead and change the second person and make them the primary person and then when that person is better you can go ahead and change that person back
0: yeah i've been on a few at a few webinars regarding changing legal documents and i think it's you know you can change them multiple times but you just need to remember that the last recorded version is the only one that is valid. And um, I actually feel like an electronic platform like this makes it easier to keep track of changes and be working with the most updated version. Nice. Um, one last question came in here uh, from Lori. Does this plan allow the healthcare care agent to admit an individual to a nursing home as an advanced directive does if needed. Hmm.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure if you have any insights Steve, even to that question.
0: Yeah, no, that might be, uh, these questions are uh, leading me to think that we need to have a panel of elder law attorneys (laughs) as well as care managers. So I'm gonna begin trying to put that together uh, Mm -hmm. on a monthly basis. Um, Okay, I, I think we got through all of them it's a little past one but uh Val if you're okay staying around if you want to just run through the remaining um elements that yeah I just have a couple more See,
1: and Val,
2: before before you start I just want to let you know there was one last piece um somebody had asked about the um, end of life doula and it's doula by destiny I just wanted to let people know that that's um Val's doula um organization and you can get more information from either Val uh, outside of the webinar, or uh, I believe you have a website, correct, Val?
1: Yeah, it's destiny.com.
0: I'm putting it in the chat.
1: Thank you. I'm not going to go over this advanced care plan versus most form because I feel like everyone on the call or most of everyone would know about this. And again, what's more important I would like to show is how the doctor sees your advanced care plan through the CRISP. Um, information exchange system. So when you do create your advanced care plan online, this is what your doctor sees when it comes to your advanced care plan.
3: That's and great.
1: Next slide is our final closing survey that we ask you to take three minutes. It evaluates me, it is very similar to your opening survey but we use it um, to measure our effectiveness in the webinar when it comes to teaching and making sure that there's a learning curve and that we are accomplishing um, the goals that we're trying to reach when it comes to educating the community. I'm sure Sarah has put that in at this time. We've answered all of the questions, I guess. I want to thank everyone for being here with me on this bright, sunny, chilly day in Maryland. And my contact information is here. You can reach me via my email address, my phone number, and I'm available Monday through Thursday from 10 to 3 p.m.
0: Great. Um, Actually, uh, Peggy Riley had her hand raised. So uh, Peggy, did you have a question?
3: And yes, um, you said that you can put more than one person. I have two sons. From your experience, is it better to have only one and an alternate, or can how well does it work when you have two equal?
1: You you can have. Thank you for asking that question, Ms. Peggy. You can have two people. You know your two sons' temperament. Um, if they are good at agreeing with one another. Um, you can put in both, it doesn't really matter if one is a primary, that would have to be your own personal decisions, but That's it's right. based on how well they work together. Now, when you get into adding three, four, or five people, the more people you no, have, no. The more people making decisions, and mm-hmm. the more there will probably be problems when it comes to honoring your choices. So when you talk to um, about bringing in one to two people, particularly if they are children. It's fine to add them both together, but just make sure that you are saying you want both children to have equal access and make sure that both of those children are on board with your choices.
3: may I share one other thing? My daughter-in-law's mother just recently died and because of the COVID, she was in a nursing home. And suddenly all the plans were affected by the lack of coffins and such in Maryland. And that became a major new new something that they had to take into effect.
1: So, I'm sorry, what was
3: the question? It wasn't a question, it was a statement. Uh, okay. How, the, how has caused the plans that were in effect to suddenly be changed because of what do you do with the body? Do you leave it be stored someplace? Do you want to go ahead and do cremation? I mean, what their thoughts were prior to suddenly COVID impacts that so seriously today.
1: Yeah, yeah, I can imagine that a lot of people, like I said, was prepared unexpectedly with how to storage the body, how to store the body, how long you have to store the body. You have funeral directors and organizations that couldn't accept the body. So yeah, right. I, I, I know that COVID-19 and I'm glad you brought that up because that's something else that has to be considered in an ideal situation. What would you want to happen when it comes to storing the body? Right.
0: Well, also just think about in? The, the ventilators and the way that we were using ventilators in COVID, and if somebody had on their advanced medical directive not to use a ventilator, right? Um, so uh, thank thank you, Peggy, for your comment. And actually, uh, Diane um, uh, Diane Watson sort of had a follow up question to that. If you name two people, do you have do you have to have both giving answer before action is taken? Um, I, I Yes, I well, I'm gonna let you, you and Sarah answer that one.
1: Well, I think that's a legal question, but I would say if you are giving both of them, you are saying you want both of them to have equal decision-making so they would have to be on board. And I'm sure if you put that in your advanced care plan, the doctor is going to be expecting both of those parties to be in agreement with um, the discussion um, in reference to you know any questions that may come up, but I would ask an attorney to be 100% sure about that. Sarah?
2: Um, I agree. I would ask an attorney uh, when in doubt, we always wanna go towards attorneys. We are not medical um, individuals or trained for medical um, education and neither for legal. So let yeah. the experts do, do their work
0: yeah, um, so then um, E.J. Burroughs asks, "Is there a medical alert tag that people who who have these advanced care directives can put on a medical bracelet or necklace to know that the patient has this type of plan in place? You know, actually, I think on this note, um, using a platform like the My Directives actually makes it easier to have something that notifies people, that you do have this document in place, and it's at mydirectives.com. Um, but that's just a thought.
1: And a lot of times, when you go in um, to a hospital under a medical emergency, I used to work at a hospital years ago. Um, even if it's not in a medical emergency, if someone is bringing you in, they often ask you if you are conscious. Do you have an advanced care plan? they ask you that on admission in most cases, and that gives you the opportunity to say, I have an advanced care plan, go to, you know, basically if you say I have an advanced care plan, they should be able to access your information through Chris. Even if Um, they ask you and you are able to speak, you want when upon arrival in emergency room, you want to say, I have an advanced care plan. If you print out that wallet, that Sarah talked about that's on the front page of the um, advanced care plan under the blue, beautiful area that I showed you to upload documents. If you print that out and carry that in your travels, you'll also be able to present that in an emergency if you're able to speak
0: for yourself. Um, The, um, I'll make this our last, but, okay, uh, they're asking on this platform, is there a cost to store the document? Are there, is there any cost associated with this?
1: There is an actual free divorce your choice platform is free for everyone, 24 hours, 365 days a year. You can edit it at four o'clock in the morning. There's never going to be a charge for you to access and upload Um edit, create additional information, um, add posts, add living wills, everything Mm -hmm. free. And also, if you go to the voiceyourchoice.org website, you will see that we have many free resources available to help you have the conversation and to also educate you even more and your family members about advanced care planning. As Sarah stated, there are also additional trainings that you can register for, and there are additional trainings and presentations for providers. And all of that information is under our events tab on the VoiceYourChoice.org website. So I suggest if anyone wants to know any additional information about the resources that we have available, I would say go to the VoiceYourChoice.org website. We have documents that are documents that are translated in other languages. We have a how-to guide that we will be working on. We have a frequently asked questions document there, so it's loaded with um, information. And again, you can always reach out to me or Sarah if there are no. Um, um, Information that's
0: asking or specific to your question. Great, great, yeah. And uh, Voice Your Choices, a national organization. And then Mamela um, uh, has a good question. It's like if I, if you name a son, can he live out of the country? And again, I'm not a lawyer, and I'm not an expert in this, but I've heard enough programs on this. One thing to think, be thinking about with the 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 folks that you're including is their ability and capacity to um, help you achieve your wishes if you can't speak for yourself. And so oftentimes when I hear people speaking on this, they they remind individuals that your family doesn't need to be the person. It could be a best friend, or it could be somebody that you trust and knows what your wishes are. Um, Am I correct in saying that?
1: Yes, Stephen, just if I can give an end-of-life doula story, I had been working with um, a a lady as a volunteer for over a year, and I was visiting her maybe twice a week in her facility. Her son was coming to her every day, and I walked into her room one day, and she said, Val, I want to talk to you about what I want to wear at my funeral, and I'm like, okay, um, I'm saying this in my mind, okay? I wasn't expecting this today, but let's roll with it. So I said, "Did you talk to your son about this?" And she said, "Well, he knows about the funeral home and you know how my body is to be treated, but I want to talk to you about what I want to wear." And I sat down beside her. She went through everything. Um, I asked her about gloves, hat, and I talked to her son about it. And he said, "Val." I am so happy that mom talked to you. She has been on our usher board for the church for over 40 years. And she considers the usher board her usher board, not the church's usher board. And I was going to dress her in her usher uniform because I knew that was what she would want. Well, mom did not want her usher uniform. She wanted to be dressed in a red suit with a white shirt with gloves and a hat. And I went to mom's funeral and he honored her so a lot of times your family feels that you are too close and emotional and so they use another person outside of the family that may can handle the conversation to convey their wishes back into the family, and so it doesn't always have to be a family. member.
0: Great. All right. Well, wow. We've gone. Uh, we've gone over uh, our limit here, but that's. I, I'm glad we went over because it was answering all your questions. That means it's a good topic. Um, thank you so much, Val and Sarah, for your um, participation and sharing this, and uh, and thank you for the audience for your participation, um, and uh, we will share the recording and contact information for Val. And uh, we'll be seeing everybody soon.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Steve. Thank you so much. Great Thank questions. Great, Great questions.
0: Talk to you.